I love, I know that music is beautiful. Hello, hello, hello. How are you tonight? So good to see everybody. Hey, KK. Hey, Kenzie. Lori, what's up? It's an exciting day. It Especially is. Especially if you're watching or listening to uh, the internet with uh, all the fun stuff going on with uh, Julian, Gabriel, and Rachel, and Simon and geez, we've got everybody. I know it's so great. We decided, I think uh, we mentioned this last week, but this is a continuation of the Gabriel's Inferno movie uh, takeover of the Man in the Black Suit fan podcast. So, um, once again, ladies, today it's going to be, and I should say gentlemen, because I know sometimes the guys listen too. Um, that we are going to talk all things Gabriel's Inferno movie on Passion Flicks. And uh, the production is in full swing up in Syracuse. And so very excited. Um, yes, KK, everyone is in the pool. <laughs> yeah, I was going to make a Although comment be- about that. But I- <laughs> Although if everybody would be in the pool um, in Pennsylvania right now, they would be um, ice cubes because uh yes it's 20 degrees uh below normal temperatures in our beautiful commonwealth of pennsylvania so Lori, i'm going to pretend it's your weather because i have a feeling it's still i know you guys were getting some cold spell but it's still warmer than it is here uh, in beautiful um the beautiful country of texas i'm wondering is that how it is in your neck of the woods Hey, Essie, good to see you. Hey, I, I mean, I'm looking at my Philadelphia and it's 31 degrees. I'm like, no. I know. No. We, we had record lows last night. Um, that's okay. Uh, and Essie, I forgot you are a Miami woman. I aspire uh, to be you one day. I love Miami. Um, I always pretend I'm there when I'm freezing up here because it's such a beautiful... Um, beautiful part of the country. I love it. Enjoy. Oh, Lori, it says it's warmer today, but she was at 15 degrees Fahrenheit on Monday. Yikes. Um, Well, I knew they had that big Arctic cold kind of swooping down from, from Canada. Yeah. We got the, we got the cold weather that they had in the Midwest. (laughs) The snow yesterday. Yes. Karen says it's 26 in um, Greensburg, Pennsylvania, which is part of Western Pennsylvania near Pittsburgh. 
Um, yeah, I'm curious, Kenzie, what's it like in Oklahoma? I'm kind of, you know, I'm viewing this as a good thing because it's preparing me. <laughs> it's preparing us when we go visit Syracuse, New York. And, well, I think the and long count that in a Syracuse, week, a week and yes, a day, a week and a day, I ladies. The, I think the long range for Syracuse is actually going to be in the high 40s during the day, possibly into the low 50s. Which is and a gift. At, yeah, really. And then at, at night, I think it's supposed to be in the 30s. Yeah, I know, SC, that's considered Florida cold. <laughs> that's cold in Miami terms, but and when you're talking the Northeast, that's balmy. And Syracuse especially, um, oh, if we have 40 degree temperatures in Syracuse, I'm going to be very happy because it's usually not like that at this time of year. So Kenzie says, I hope SR is staying warm. Um, Kenzie, but sure he's he used is. to it being cold. He's used, he's a Canadian. He, he can handle it. His, his blood is uh, used to it. Thanks, Lori. She's yes. so excited for us all. It's going to be and Kenzie, cool. yeah, We're looking forward yeah. to it. Karen says we it's have, called uh, sweater weather. And Kenzie sure. says it's been cold in Oklahoma, but it'll be cold when we are there. Um, yes. But again, I don't think it's going to be quite as bad as it could be. So. No, that's true. Thankfully. My, and, my father uh, used to have a uh, exercise for us. My sister and I, when we were little, um, where we'd have to, we'd hold our, like a, hold our fist and then we'd push together and mm -hmm. bring back. And my, my father would, this, my father was weird, would make this comment. You must, you must, you must increase the bust. The tighter the sweater, <laughs> the better the ladder. You must increase your bust. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Like Your said, father, father said that. Like, my father said that. You know why it's funny this is because that was a that was a phrase that was picked up in the in by Judy Bloom, and used in uh, she used that in her book. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. So it's really I, funny. I, my my father. Anybody else? Was Ray, read Judy Bloom. KK. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. When you were no, in uh, growing up. Judy Bloom was before me or after me. Yeah, I, I, I think she was probably, she's probably right after you, actually. Karen said so did her dad. Okay, so the, I think that's interesting because I always thought that was something Judy Bloom just came up with. But it must have been a saying back in the day. It, it had to have been because my father had them all. Yeah, and Judy Bloom uh, was a fairly contemporary, like I said, she's probably between... Your your age group and my age group, Pam. Probably, like, yeah. Because I think you know, undergrad had had Judy Bloom in school too, and mm -hmm. R.L. Stein. I do remember R.L. Stein. Yeah, well, Essie Essie remembers. Um, she said, "Yes, it's from Judy Bloom." But I think Essie, I think Judy Bloom picked it up now from from somewhere else. I think it's interesting. Yeah, Kenzie had read Judy Bloom, but she didn't know that I just remember that phrase because that was such a big thing when we were in elementary school it was her most SC said my most read book in elementary school agreed SC we must be similar in age um 
Yes, <laughs> and Karen Laverne said the Ready Shirley. for Primetime players did a skit with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Betty has arrived. Betty, we were talking about Judy Bloom and uh, the book, the Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. Sizes. Yeah. <laughs> um, for sweater weather. Um, and as he said, it was an episode, it was on an episode of a TV show, too. I want to say Laverne and Shirley, not sure. You know what? It kind of rings a bell with me. Um, yeah, it's funny. It's, you know, you learn something new every day on the uh, Man in the Black Suit fan pa- podcast. Uh, very, Betty, very it's okay. I'm glad you were able to join us, even though the blessedness is refusing to take a nap. That's just because the blessedness wants to join us on the podcast. The That's blessedness right. is ex- excited about the Gabriel's Inferno movie that's filming. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear all your stories, Betty. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Lori says the podcast is very educational always. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's I think that's one word for it. <laughs> when I was a little we girl, are... <laughs> my father would drive by the river. Mm-hmm. And along the Schuylkill River, they um, have like little parking areas for people who want to go running along the uh, river or if you have a kayak or a skull to go go rowing, whatever, because they do a lot of regattas on the river too. But my father would go by these little parking spots and he goes, that's a great place to watch submarine races. And when you're seven years old, it doesn't dawn on you what the hell a submarine race is. <laughs> and basically what my father was saying is that when they were teenagers, they would go there to, and park to go necking, as he would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, and Betty said his blessedness is listening right now and giggled when he heard his nickname. Uh, That's right. We know about you, Miss Little Blessedness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Karen's dad... Karen said her dad, too. Exactly. That's so funny. It, it had Isn't to be it, the age group. Yeah. Isn't it funny, some of the different ages and experiences that you're or different, even from different areas of different parts of the country, um, how different experiences can be similar and resonate? It's incredible. Know, definitely. Um, and Lori had asked if Betty is meeting us also on the um on the great excursion to the Passion Flicks film set. And yes, the answer is yes, Lori, Betty. Um, Actually, uh, I should say Pam will be uh, driving up through New York City to pick up her friend Noreen and Betty en route to Syracuse. Yes, so it's very exciting. SC said she's going to listen, keep listening, but won't reply. She's entering Reading under the... Under the, under the stars. Yeah, reading under the stars at school with her headphones on. Enjoy, SC. Um, I'm glad you can still listen to us, though. Hopefully, we won't make you laugh out loud, but it would be kind of funny if we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Lori. Lori said SC is going to be distracted. Yes, um, and KK bakes seven dozen Russian tea cookies. Oh my gosh, my mouth is watering already. That's they sounds. I love the Lori loves them. Yes. I do too. 
And I'm having coffee right now, so they would be perfect. If you could just pass one through the internet for me, KK, I'd love it. Exactly. Me too. Although my coffee's getting cold now. So, ladies, uh, one of the things I wanted to mention um, and talk about a little bit with the filming is the fact that there were, you know, we did have another casting announcement um, since last week, Mm -hmm. and that was Ethan... The actor playing Ethan, um, Richard Brevard, was announced. Junior. Yes. Um, and Richard's nickname is Big Rich. And he's done some um, commercial and acting work. He's from New Jersey. Um, six foot three, hence the nickname Big Rich. And it's good that he's that big because he's going to need to be that big and tall. To balance out uh, our our Gabriel, I mean, because Julio is six three, so they, I mean, they had truly they had to get they had to get big rich. They had to get someone who had that height on them because I think it it would be tough. It would be a tough thing to film if there was a huge discrepancy. Even though I've known some bouncers who are pretty darn um, intimidating, and they could be a foot. Lo- foot shorter than the biggest guy in the room and they could still take him out. (laughs) Um, But Richard's from East Orange, New Jersey, originally. He grew up in Hillside. He studied under Academy Award winner Melissa Leo. Uh, And I love the fact he actually worked as a bouncer in nightclubs in Hoboken and Elizabeth, New Jersey for six years. So he has like true blue authentic bouncer experience, which I think he can mm-hmm. will bring a little bit of insight into the role. I mean, yes. Pam and I both have worked in bars, so uh, I think it and hung does out in them a lot. and hung out, <laughs> yes. But working and hanging out in them, it does give you a good perspective <laughs> of how people are uh, when they are out and about. And I think that will help uh, inform his role, inform the approach to his role. Um, Especially when you're working them. Exactly. Um, He's brother of Neo Soul singer, Carol Ann Brevard, which is really cool. And he actually had um, interest from several arena football league teams. Uh, People, several football teams wanted him to play but he turned it down because of injuries and his desire to focus on his acting. So, you know, that, that is a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. When you, especially if, because I, I know the late great, um, he was, he played football in high school and he was a swimmer in college and played a lot of baseball and even had mm-hmm. a tryout with the Boston Red Sox. He and, years ago well would have been years ago probably late 50s and um he uh he couldn't do any of it because of his knees oh yeah that can be really tough i I mean i complain now about my knees this man was Mm -hmm. complaining about his knees when he was in his early 20s (laughs) oh yeah he absolutely arthroscopic surgery and all that kind of neat stuff. Oh yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. It is. Um, I I'm looking in the chat room. Uh, Karen commented that he is perfect, which I think he is perfect for the role, and he looks 
he kind of looks like I envisioned him too. You know, it's, mm -hmm. I, it's uh, again, you know, well done, passion flicks. Well done. Um, Kenzie said, Richard is currently on the set as well. Uh, Karen said, have you seen the clips with the alternative titles to the Gabriel movie? They're hilarious. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have not. Lori has not either. Uh, KK says they're on Instagram. Uh, they're, Rachel is posting them. Yeah. And, uh, I think some of the other um, Gabriel fan Twitter groups are posting them as well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they, you know, they, they're in front of the camera talking about, what about if we call it Gabriel's and whatever. And Well, and, Karen uh, says one of them is Gabriel's inside her. Get it? Gabriel's inside her. Yeah, I got that. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> and there was another uh, <laughs> Gabriel's infirmary. Yes. Um, so Rachel is posting them. And Kenzie, I agree with you. She likes that they seem, they all seem to get along, which is great. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. When, when people, when, you know, they don't get along, that makes it a lot harder to work, I'm sure. Yes, it's true. Oh, and I see we have Andrea joining us. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Andrea. So yeah, so it's gonna that that I've been seeing that, and I I love the uh, Grace's pearls with the bite mark yes. from uh, Simon. That was interesting. Yeah, because they're both you know, or when the um, stunt coordinator was getting Julio and um, Brett to fight. There's pictures of them there, you know, showing each other's fists. Mm -hmm. That was that was pretty good. I love that. And how about that stunt? The stunt coordinator. My gosh, he's gorgeous. He could be on. He could be in front of the camera. I be. was like, wow, that guy is really cute. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's my opinion. He has the looks for the, it. And the other thing I I, heard, I saw in when I was going through Twitter is that they uh, filmed the scene where Gabriel dressed down Tom. Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh. That was filmed, I think, at the beginning of the week. That would be really great to see. Um, as Kenzie says, we've gotten so many behind-the-scenes photos, and we aren't even through the second week. And I agree. I That has been one of the nice surprises about that. This seems like it's mm -hmm. been, we've had a lot, it seems even more than some of the other Passion Flicks films, although maybe I haven't been paying as close to attention, but it seems like there's a lot more footage that's been coming out. I feel like the actors are posting more, but maybe it's I also so because too. there's uh, such a desire from <laughs> the, the fans for, for the behind the scenes film. Uh, or the behind-the-scenes shots, I think, as well. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Karen says Rachel's going up to Gabriel or other cast members and asking, have you heard? Um, which is fun. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well the, the other the makeup people have been doing it, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, every All the cast and crew, which is cool. Yeah, Karen says yeah. he's good-looking, lo good very nice on the eyes. Um <laughs> And she said Effie was on set for that. I'm thinking on that, the filming of the dress down. Mm 
perhaps. And Probably. Betty says she wants to see the fight scene. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Betty, hopefully uh, when we're there next week, we'll see Paul. Oh, my gosh. Maybe they'll be, you know. Now, SR has been dropping hints mm-hmm. uh, as to what scenes are coming up. I think. Oh, yes. Or what scenes are being filmed that day or whatever it is. Yeah. And, um... He ha- he mentioned the uh, uh, what you call it, the lecture, but I don't think it's the lecture, the first lecture. Right, it's probably the the one with Professor Payne. <laughs> that could be. But he also he did pass along the Emerson is an ass, <laughs> which is great. I think that was one of SR's first uh, first uh, things. Yeah, yeah. Um. And Ken- Kenzie had mentioned that uh, in terms of the behind-the-scenes shots, it seems like we've had more than the past films. Um, even though Tosca isn't posting every day, the cast is. And Karen mentioned the cast is posting more. Um, they're very much on social media. Mm-hmm. Kenzie hopes to see at least one behind-the-scene for the university lecture scenes. Um, and, yeah, I think, Andrea, you, you sum it up perfectly this, you sum my feelings up perfectly. I can't get over the fact our Gabriel is real. Yes, the excitement is wordless. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the whole thing, the fact that the whole thing is, is going on right now and being filmed is just, like, so awesome. It really, it's almost surreal. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I can't even imagine next week. <laughs> like, I just can't. I can't imagine it. I'm so excited. And they, they, aren't they, didn't I think that they were ending filming last week in Securius? You mean next Sur- week? Securius. On Friday? Syracuse. Yes. Syracuse. Yeah. Um, I thought that's what we heard. I think they are, actually. Um, Karen had confirmed about the latest was the Emerson is an ass quote. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Betty goes... Na 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 na, ass man. I hear it in my <laughs> I hear it in my head, Betty. You're ridiculous. Um, oh, yes, yeah. Kenzie says it's very surreal. I'm taking it one day at a time. Andrea's That's over good. the moon every time she sees a behind the scenes. <laughs> her thesis advisor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, oh my Lori, gosh. I love the, the picture of the script. I did too. And Let's talk about that script. He is really having to work it. hard on his English, Lori said. And I agree. I seeing that brought so much joy and so much it, it really brought flashbacks to me when I did theater. Um, but the fact that he is breaking it down and he's doing things some of the things phonetically, he's having notes to himself on how he wants to approach the, the lines. I just love it. I love his passion yeah. and his work, work ethic. Um, and the passion is what's going to c- be conveyed in the role. Um, I'm very proud of doing this. Yeah. He, he made a comment on Instagram about how, you know, this is such a great opportunity. And I, you know, it's a great character. And I'm really, I really just want to do him proud. I, I'll tell you what. He nails this character. That is going to be a really great door opener for him. 
in my opinion, because this is not an easy character to play. And I really no. think um, in terms of adding to his reel and his professional creds, uh, I think people are going to see this. I also think people are going to see it and then they're going to say, oh, I have to take a look at that film again. Um, because I just think the way they're approaching this production, uh, I think I've mentioned this before, I think this is really going to continue to elevate um, the passion flicks uh, production uh, family, you know, it's it's really adding. There's they've had some really great, great productions, and I think this is just going to continue uh, the trend. Um, there, there, there's also a, a picture out on Instagram that was posted of um, the voice coach or dialogue. Coach. Oh yeah. And yes. where he's got the script open to read, but the dialogue coach also has the vowel chart. Mm-hmm. So that the, the American accent for the vowels exactly can be uh, put out there, which is very interesting. Well, and I think because he's also a voice, um, Julia is also a voice coach and also a singer, that this will it just adds to his ability to I, I i think to be able to grasp and to to capture this accent um you know with his commitment with having a having the voice coach i i just think uh i can't wait i just can't wait to see the clips i can't and i can't wait to see them perform in front of us oh my gosh it's so exciting yeah, you know what hey reminds me of a little bit <laughs> this reminds me of Antonio Banderas when he did mm-hmm. Philadelphia and he played Tony's yes. boyfriend. Yeah. Because Antonio Banderas. I, it's so funny you said about Antonio Banderas. I totally thought about that. Yeah, because he couldn't speak any English when he did that part. And right. everything was put phonetically for him mm-hmm. so that he could, re- you know, so he could put the script out put the put everything out there yes i know i and you know what it's funny you said that because i had i i was thinking about that and i i also remembered that antonio not only that the fact that he he just put his whole heart and soul into it it really is very similar to what i think our mm-hmm. our dear gabriel was doing Lori says he's working hard bravo to him Kenzie said, I heard the 20 seconds the last day for founding members to be on set, but I don't know if that means uh, if they're doing anything else in New York. I thought they were maybe finished with filming in New York, but we'll, we'll have to see. Um, well, the other thing, too, at, is it's also Thanksgiving week and traveling right. over Thanksgiving anywhere is mm-hmm. going to be difficult. Right. Um, right. In fact, trains trains that weekend up to New York City. I can tell you, my daughter's going up to New York, uh, the city um, that Friday, and the 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 rates are extraordinary to get up to the I, city. Listen, that's, did that for many years back and forth <clears throat> yep. to New York on that for Thanksgiving weekend. Yep. And yep. I can remember standing from Penn Station all the way to Thirtieth Street in Philadelphia because mm-hmm. that was the only room you could have to get when you got on the train. Yeah. I know. Well, I'm, I'm just looking through. It's, it's, it's insane. I mean, it really is um, 
crazy. As Karen says, and, and thinking back uh, about this, we've been talking and joking about this movie since 2012, and now it's happening. As and, and Andrea said, I think we're all going to die with the orchard scenes and his accent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kenzie said he's working very hard on his Gabriel facial features and his English. Um, and Laurie, and, who's yes. the dentist? Is that is that Julia? Because I never, I didn't read that about him. Mm-hmm. I haven't either. And um, if that's he said, the case, I just broke a tooth, so it would be great uh, if I can't get the dentist yet. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that hurts. <laughs> I know. But he said he's... He's the opposite of Gabriel. I remember Gabriel made fun of Julia when he asked her if English was her first language. And here we have our dear actor working hard to do a good job with his American accent. He's very humble. I love that. And as Kenzie says, Gabriel can be an ass. Yes, that's part of his, that's part of his, uh, his charm. Um, I, yeah, the dentist thing is intriguing. Um, yeah, I'll have to look. I'll have to look into that. That's you know. <laughs> that's an interesting. Karen said uh, I would melt in his chair. <laughs> Lori said he can clean my teeth. <laughs> Julia was the dentist. He was a dentist. Oh, good lord! Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, this is so funny, Betty. Yes, we are going to need lots of hankies. Lots of hankies. How did we miss this fact that he was a dentist? Yeah, really. How did we miss this? <laughs> See, we uh, learned Julio. so much on this podcast. <laughs> Julio. Oh, my gosh. That is great. Uh, Kenzie said it was posted on the Fox Den. Wow, good for her. Well, there, you know, that's mm-hmm. he's not the first uh, medical professional to be an actor. Um, there have been, yeah, yep, and that says he has a degree in dentistry. It's on his wiki page. I oh, yeah, love he does it. From, in 2010. Oh my gosh. Uh huh. I'll, I'll introduce him to my friend uh, Timmy. Yeah. Oh, and Karen said he also suffers from fibromyalgia. Oh my gosh. Ooh. How is he even doing this role? Ah, amazing. Amazing. That brings the intensity though, right? And his determination, it it makes perfect sense to me. (laughs) He can drill on me anytime. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Annette, you're cracking me up. (laughs) Uh, That's nice the way those chairs go back, isn't it? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my gosh! Insert insert anything right here. Um, Karen says he started modeling to pay off dental school. <laughs> Andrea says, "Damn girl!" <laughs> okay, Betty, you better cover the blessedness's ears right now. <laughs> Karen does know so much. It makes perfect sense to me, though, Karen, that he would pay off dental school by modeling. And good lord, 
I'm surprised he wasn't snagged by a talent scout. I mean, it's not like he's going to be a shrinking violet. I mean, the man's 6'3", and he's very attractive. <laughs> I, I'm surprised they didn't uh, try and get him to perform before. <laughs> but he says, let's just was, give him the Oscar already. He deserves it. <laughs> he's also, oh, he was also in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Yes. Yes. Um, in fact... I thought I told my girls that. I have to see. I, I don't know. Anybody else? Have, has anybody else seen the Lizzie McGuire movie? Kenzie, I'm assuming you have because you're the same age as my girls. But correct me if I'm wrong. Um, if you haven't seen it, actually, really fun, cute movie. Um, yes, of course he was in the Lizzie McGuire movie, though, because it was filmed in, in Rome. Um, as Kenzie says, he is more than a pretty face. Yes, um, yes. and Annette says, I believe I also read that his dancing partner is his fidanza. Oh, very nice. <laughs> um, they were beautiful together. And, and KK also says fibromyalgia sucks. Yes, very much. Oh I think we might be able to talk to him about that. Perhaps KK, um, you know, he will have to take several group pictures with us. Um, yes. I hope. Oh, and well, Karen's I mean, seen it. Effie, it's a... Effie t took uh, pic had pictures sent to her by Julio. From I know. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. That just shows what a kind person he is. Um, yes. Kenzie Again, said he was an extra. It was either. a few seconds and was a pretty boy in Rome. A character, uh, one of the characters was eyeing. I actually remember that scene now that you mentioned it, Kenzie. Um, and Lori says, and you will all post pictures, please. I can't wait to see and hear about it all. We will post whatever we're allowed to post because there are restrictions, uh, as I understand passion flicks wants us to release things, um, in certain time, but we will post as much as we can, as soon as we can. And Kenzie, I think you're right. Um, about the fidanza remark. Um, I thought I read he was not engaged anymore as well. Um, I felt like I read that on his bio, maybe that he had been engaged, but he's not anymore. Um, yes, uh, Karen, we all need to be beside him. Um, SC has to head out duty calls. She's needed for the event. Um, have a great time. SC, thank you for joining us. I will be, uh, I will be thinking of you warm and fabulous Miami while we're freezing our patooties up here in Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> and Betty says the blessedness is a little jealous of Gabriel. Maybe you could bring the blessedness for Gabriel to uh, play with. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. Because I bet Julia is great with kids. I was going to bring Walter Boo Boo with me, but. <laughs> Annette says she can't wait to see these pics. Uh, she's afraid that, <laughs> that he may need security with this group. <laughs> you think so? Annette goes, wait, he's single? Holy hotness. <laughs> That's what we think, Annette. Um, and Karen says he is no longer engaged. That's correct. Um, take care, SC. Um, holy hotness oh, is I'm right. So and it's funny you said that, Annette, because that's one of that's one of the I think that's one of the first things I said when I saw him. I think I used that phrase. Um because holy he is hotness? holy hotness. 
or we might just call him the hotness. But he's more than just a pretty face, as many of us already realize. Um, Kenzie says, I don't know if I'll be able to approach him or Tosca. She said, Melanie seems very sweet. Yeah, I know. He's getting so much attention because, uh, you know, obviously he's playing the lead, um, the male uh, protagonist who we all love. But Melanie, I think, is going to really bring it. And I'm looking forward to meeting her and speaking with her uh, because... I think, um, Karen, I just saw your comment. You're making me laugh. Um, I think she's going to be incredible. Um, When she turned around on the reveal and we saw her face, I thought, that is Julia. That is like what I had in my head as Julia. Um, So it was it was stunning. And as Karen says, I hope he likes mature women. (laughs) Oh, he's going to love us. All right. Because there's a bunch of us there. (laughs) Oh, I, <laughs> as I, I said, as there's gonna I, we have the, we have a group of people in from our 20s to our 60s. So he's listen, gonna get the whole range of experiences with uh with this a, with this group. He's, he's a year younger than my son. <laughs> and considering I just got my Medicare card today in the mail. Oh, I, hey. Oh my lord. You're only as old as you feel, girl. I know, but I I just have this. <laughs> it's not it's not not to do with that. It has to do with the fact that I see my son and yes, I, you know that's just it gets kind of weird in my head. Yes, <laughs> I understand that. I completely understand oh. that. I I'm I'm my daughters are still in their early twenties, so but I I get I totally get what you're saying. Um, Although, yes, and Lori says holy hotness is good. <laughs> yes. Although, if you look um, out on the into YouTube mm-hmm. and you look for the lovers with him, there's a woman my age that he's there the first time. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Kenzie says, "I saw an interview where he is very protective and likes vulnerable, soft women." Um, well, then again, that will bode well with his character uh, bringing that insight to his character portrayal. Andrea says, uh, Melanie's eyes break me in half, sigh. Yeah, I mean, just, I I don't use this word lightly, but I've used it a lot in the past two weeks. Perfection, like the this casting is just so spot on. Um, Kenzie yes, says right. she is a beauty. Annette says Melanie is just perfect. I agree, KK says she is going to bring it. I think so, too. I think her performance is going to be a tour de force. Um, Kenzie, Lori says, you may have to change from liking Canadians to Italians. (laughs) And Kenzie said, I like both. Um, Annette (laughs) can't wait to see her portray Julia. Um, And Karen says, I have no children, so I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, there's (laughs) Karen, there's no that you don't have any mind games that are playing on you. You can just be free of uh, free of that. Pick me, she says. Um. <laughs> you know, there's one. Kenzie says, as long here. as it's a legal age, Lori. Yeah, as long as you're legal. Don't tell anyone, Annette. <laughs> there's one picture of him on the IMDb database. Mm-hmm. He looks so much like the guy who plays Pinky Blind- Blinders, Blind- Blinders, whatever his name is. Oh, uh, Pinky Blinders, yes. 
Yeah, he looks like it was a Killian Murphy. Yes, he does. Except you know, Killian I think Murphy. Think his brothers. Not, a, and you know what's even funnier? My daughter portrayed that. That was my daughter's Halloween costume. Just a little aside, my daughter Alessandra, the older one. She yes, she pulled her hair back. She did a suit. She looked really cool, actually. She had the big suit and the hat. She went all out. It was really great. <laughs> Annette says, thank God he can't see this chat. He would be so scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, Annette, he might be able yeah. to find us because we've been posting about the all podcast. The so, about that. If any of the cast members are listening, we are very excited to meet you and do not be afraid. <laughs> we don't bite. Hard. We're very respectful, and <laughs> we're very respectful women, even though it doesn't sound like it right now. Um, Kenzie said, I saw a post on Julia's Instagram where he said, be the Diana in a world full of Kardashians. Exactly. <laughs> Lori loves that show. Karen said, you know, when I get there, it'll all, all be different. It's easier to say this on chat. Yes. Kenzie says, he That's doesn't true. have to worry about me fawning over him, LOL. <laughs> Karen says OMG I too. hope SR is not reading this hey ladies I, we can't we can't com- we can't promise who's listening and who's not listening because people do, people um, do download the podcast the fact, yes they do <laughs> and they sometimes they don't show up by name right because sometimes <laughs> I'll see other listener mm-hmm um, you know, and I, you know, when I go back through the stats just to see how the podcast is doing and what shows were the most popular, so we kind of get an idea of how to incorporate stuff. <laughs> um, you'd be surprised how, where people listen from. Oh, yeah. We have listeners from all over the world. It's really cool. We do. India. Mm hmm. Canada, South America, Europe, all over Europe, a couple of Middle Eastern countries. Um, I could, one of them could be Samia. I think maybe. Uh, I hope we're, I hope Samia is listening. Hi, Samia, I miss you. Um, we miss you. Yes. <laughs> Betty says we come in peace. <laughs> Lori likes the oh, I like that. Be the Diana. KK says Fifty Shades of Red. <laughs> I know that fact just hit me. Holy crap on a cracker. Embarrassed. <laughs> well, no need. No need, KK. No too. need. And and I was I was telling I, I said I told my son's girlfriend last night, we were talking about different things. And I said, uh one of my worst experiences in New York City was I my boss had gotten some big award from the Direct Marketing Association. And I was at the dinner because I had I was the one that had to plan the table and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing shoes that were very, very uncomfortable. And rather than park on the same block as the theater, I think I parked a block and a half away. So now I'm trying to... I, my, my feet are just about bleeding and I can't walk in them anymore. And I've got to walk to the car, my car. So I took the shoes off. And rather than look ahead to see what's around you, just so you don't bump into people and what have you, 
I'm looking down so I don't step in something absolutely gross on the sidewalks of New York. <laughs> and as I did that, I was, uh, I was there. I, it was in the theater district. So I'm walking and all of a sudden I hit this man. Oh, I saw it was like a black coat, leather coat. I think it was. And I looked up and it was Al Pacino. Oh my gosh. He was coming out of a theater. He had been doing Merchant of Venice. Uh. And I was like, uh, I am so sorry. <laughs> and, uh, so, they're people too. Yeah, yes, and they are. And that's them, the thing. And, we, we'll just be respectful, keep it real. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, they, you know, I've met Meryl Streep and had a nice conversation with her because her brother also taught my son in, in grammar school. And so it was like, I wasn't talking about the movies. I was talking about, oh, I, my I, your brother Harry. And uh, oh, yeah. so that was, you know, so it just you like they, they're people. Yeah. And I think that's, I, I think that's good advice. And we'll, I, you know, as, as excited as we are and, how how much we're fangirling right now and i am using that word like a 12 year old because i personally have we been are. fangirling like a 12 year old <laughs> um and it's been it's been loads of fun um but i i think you know it's it's just gonna be really good to get to see behind the scenes see how it happens uh get to interact with the cast and crew um and we are going to report and share as much as we possibly can with everybody who does not have the chance to be up in yes. Syracuse, New York. Um, we're going to really try and capture as much content as we can and share as much as we can with you guys um, whenever we, we can. So please know that we will be serious about this as much as we're fangirling, too. Um, there's going to be a lot. It's just going to be lots of fun. And uh, looking at the chat room, Kenzie had said, you all should invite SR about coming on for the holidays. I know he's busy, but perhaps things will calm down around then. I miss his chats. Um, Interestingly that you said that, Kenzie, because I literally had um, emailed SR about uh, trying to get him um, joining us at some point in the future. So you must have been reading my mind uh, because I literally emailed him yesterday about that. Um, there's no guarantees because I don't know what his schedule is. So please don't get your hopes up. But I did put a request the out. The offer is out there. The offer is out there. And, and he does like to, he does like to chat with fans. So, um, I think at some point, uh, we'll be able to see that. Um, yeah, I, I think, think Lori the made the filming. Yes. Down and, mm-hmm. uh, the book is coming closer to publication. Mm-hmm. probably want to join in with us. Yeah, I, I'm thinking too. And which, Lori, which Lori reminds Ma- me. Yes. Uh, Berkeley Romance has a contest out. It's only open in the U.S., but for all of his books and the Gabriel's, uh, Gabriel's Promise as well. So if you want to join that, I, it's on his uh, Facebook page. It's on his, uh, it's in his Twitter feed. Um, I've posted some stuff. I've retweeted some of his stuff about that. Uh, I think the man, and it's all, you know, it's just, just an FYI. 
That's going to be great. And I just wanted to thank Andrea for joining us again. She has to get going. Um, but I'm very happy she could. You. Thank you. Yes, yes. I'm glad you could join us. Uh, just looking up too. Uh, and Lori had said it was cool about having all of the listeners around the world on for our podcast. We were excited about that too, Lori. Um, Kenzie noted that she'd seen old posts from SR where he talked about wanting a film and it was a dream of his. So being part of this journey with him and seeing his dreams come true is incredible. I think we all agree with that. Yeah. He, he posted something out there about that I think, <clears throat> last week too. Yes. Yes. So and, yes. and Kenzie noted it is William's birthday month. Uh, it is actually in November. today. It is today, His isn't it? November 13th. Today. I know. Happy birthday, William. We need uh, hankies for all. Uh, We're going to wave the hanky. Uh, I think most of you know about the hankies and William. (laughs) I think. I don't know. I think everybody on the podcast has seen this. If not, it just. (laughs) He disposes Um, of them quickly and snarky grabs them up. That's right. I mean, part of it was, I think. how did the hanky discussion get started on that podcast? Um, I, they were, <laughs> I was trying to remember how. I, I forget whether it was from The Shadow or which or book from, it was from. Uh, but we were going through the podcast and mm-hmm. um, they were on the loggia at the Plaza Zignora. Mm-hmm. And they were intimate and he very he took a, a, a hanky out to help clean her up a little bit and then threw it off to the side so that's how the hanky started and it, I, I think I think because when we did the podcast for that it was like Earth Day so <laughs> yeah I think you're right. Uh-huh. It was just, it's uh-huh. just something that kind of uh, <laughs> took on a life uh-huh. of its own. <laughs> yes. So, so. I just became, it, it's like in, in the Noches and Florencia, the, the ya ya, the ha ha ha. Yeah. J-A-J-A-J-A. Mm-hmm. Was like meant for orgasm. And I think SR was on a, um, on, on one of the is it doing a chat and that went off the rails too mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh yeah uh, became a trademark for that <laughs> and, yeah uh, that that was the podcast that I was counting nickels to see how many <laughs> marriage proposals SR got <laughs> that's oh my gosh that was that was he, a lot he, of fun he got quite a haul <laughs> oh, on that one, definitely. I wasn't. I wasn't on that particular um, chat, but I remember hearing about it. So, and, and as Betty says, Willie was throwing them away from the rooftop on the Raven too. Um, yeah, yeah. Karen, just... Karen, Karen recalls that it went off the rails very quickly. She said she think it was during the discussion of the shadow. She never laughed so hard in her life. <laughs> it's raining hankies. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, it did. It was epic, as Karen said. 
Um, yes, it was. Yeah, good times, good times. And, you know, it's it, there's always these iconic little memories that we have from our discussions, um, just like there are iconic moments in the film or in the books. And, and you, you know, know like, I think we have a lot of those to look forward to. Um, Kenzie says she's sad. She somehow missed this chat. Kenzie, this was a long time ago. I'm trying to yeah, remember this was if it like was about three years ago. If you were even, this was when Pam and uh, Kez were doing the Florentine series, and Dana, because Dana was still, Dana was still, it was, right it was before, before Dana had, had right her baby, right? Baby. Yeah, so it was when they were doing the Florentine series fan podcast. Yeah, I couldn't remember if you had listened to it. Yes. At least three years ago or more, Karen said. Well, the the beauty of the podcast, Kenzie, is you can always go back and listen to it. Well, I think, I don't think, I don't think they're out there that, um. That one's not. There was an issue. There was an issue we had. Where when we started reading, I think it was The Shadow, Mm -hmm. we were literally reading the chapters. Mm-hmm. And SR, as I said, he does sneak in, and you don't know that he's there. And we were all of a sudden got this text message uh, through Twitter from SR. You're reading. I don't want you to get in trouble. You're reading mm-hmm. the story. I don't want you to get in trouble. So uh, we had to go back and erase a lot of those. Uh, podcast because of that just and and Kez got really freaked out because it was get it got so um specific with the storyline that she was afraid that we could get picked up for anything uh so yeah we, we so we had to erase a bunch of them yeah unfortunately well I mean it's 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 the nature of being uh a uh, fan podcast, right? Uh, and it's the and nature yes, of being, don't know what you're uh, doing. Uh, you know, um, starting and learning. Um, and that's, that's, that's okay. And kudos to SR for saying heads up. Um, yeah. You know, Kenzie, Kenzie, I know Kenzie says, I wish I was around from the beginning. Um, and I feel the same way, but I'm just glad we're here now. You know, you can't really look back and, don't take too long looking backwards. Look, look at what yeah, you can you be can. doing now and look ahead. And so just enjoy the ride while you have it. Lori says she listened to it, but she came in a little late. Um, Annette says, I came late to the party, but I'm so glad I found y'all in SR. I feel the same oh. way, Annette. I really, really do. And Kenzie well, said, I'm glad too, SR know. and his community is so welcoming and doesn't do favoritism. Yes. You know, that's the one great thing about this community. Really inclusive. Yeah, that's true. Um, because I, I know that I remember following all the Fifty Shades stuff, and I and I mm-hmm. listened to the uh, podcast every now and then that Chrissy Mayer did, and uh, I she even had El James on one night in one of her podcasts. Betty, I right. think, used to listen to it as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's on right now, actually. <laughs> I just be. got a I, I just got a fan podcast uh, notice for Fifty Shades, oh, okay. one of the Fifty Shades groups. Anyway, so but I but the, this furor that went around, like the casting on that and the nastiness. 
mm-hmm. was just unbelievable. And, right. You know, building up to everything in the movies and and you know, I there was you'd start you'd go into these Fifty Shades groups and then you'd have all these people going, well, Dakota and Jamie, they're together and they called themselves Damies. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, he's going to divorce his wife and how dare he? he they just oh, had yeah. a baby and all this kind of stuff. And, then, you know, originally it was Charlie Hunnam that was playing Christian right. Grey. And then he backed out and that's when Jamie Dornan came in. And I, they're just, it got nasty. It got nasty. So. Oh, definitely. It's, it's really nice to see that it's not that way on this, um, in this community. I'm, and I'm glad people have all, you know, overall, everything's been very positive that I've seen. Um, and it's, it's really, really good. Um, you know, as Kenzie said, she thought, she thinks it was, um, when she discovered this group, it was meant to, she was meant to come across it when she did. And she believes things are ha- happened for a reason. Karen agreed. Um, and Karen also remembered, she said it got really nasty and she dropped out of some of the groups with the 50 shades thing. Cause it was really, um, very, uh, there was a lot of acrimony. Annette said, what I love is that even if we didn't agree on specific actors, it was a pleasant discussion. Everyone was so pleasant and wonderful. I agree with that, Annette. I do. Um, and Betty Betty said, yes, they're on right now. They're discussing the mister. So, okay, I, I did see the notice pop, pop up. Um, Kenzie said she read Gabriel's Inferno for the first time in November 2014 and then lurked on SR for a bit before tweeting him in the summer of 2015. She's glad she did it. Um, Kenzie, and, I think you read it before me. Cause no, I, I, I started. Yeah, yeah. Twenty fourteen, really? Around then, yeah, yeah. I um. Did I read it that much? Really? Did I read it that maybe. much ahead of you? Maybe. Cause I Cause I emailed SR in twenty twelve. Wow. I uh, know. Was there? It was later. You you did read it before me because I. I had been reading Fifty Shades every day. <laughs> okay, how many of us read years, Fifty Shades literally. like on like on a loop for I, I did the same thing. I was so and, entranced you know, with that story. I, that I'd is so funny stories, that you said the that. Three books, mm-hmm. And then I'd start all over again. And, I did not want to um, leave those characters. I did the no, same I didn't exact either. Did anyone else do that? I'm curious. I, I'm just curious to see if anyone else did read when they read Fifty Shades, if they kept reading it. Um, yeah, Annette, Annette said, um, me, I did. Karen said, I read it in a loop. I lost, she lost count. Isn't that interesting? I mean, that's, that book had, honestly, that was, that was, that book was pivotal for me. Um, that was the book that, that book is the one that brought me into reading fiction. I was not yeah. a fiction reader yeah. um, for years and years. I had been when I was a kid, but I it, it started me on romance novels as well, Lori. Yep, Lori did the same. Uh, I, that's yeah, exactly I mean, right. It's interesting. Kenzie said no, but I read SR's novel over and over again. Yeah, well, I did that too as well, Kenzie. I've done True. that too, but 
um, one of I, the things that I that got me reading it was Erica had put a post out on her um, newsletter or, we, or website, and it was a story about the prince, and mm -hmm. SR had taken Erica through Florence. Oh yes, yes. Was this their their lunch on the rooftop at yes the yes. hotel? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a that's a fun and, that was a fun read. And I'm like, oh well this was interesting, so I should read this. So I think the prince had just been released. Mm-hmm. That makes on, sense. Uh, Kindle. And I read that and I'm like, Well this is really good, so let me see what else this guy has written. And then I started reading Gabriel's Inferno because that was mm -hmm. you know, the the three books were there. And I contacted him basically because I was like, this is amazing because I'm, I'm looking at St. Joseph's University. Yep. And granted, being a Philadelphian, I know the school. I was born and raised with the school. Yep. I partied at the school when I was 18 mm -hmm. and had family graduate from there and down the line. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. So, I, you know, I, I sent him a text. I'm like, I can't believe when, when in 1972, <laughs> the tuition was $6,000 a year. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it would have been for Julia. And now it's $60,000 a year. Yep. And, you know, and, and, you know, we started going back and forth a little bit. And then, but that's when I started it. And then I started seeing that Betty's podcast, the Gabriel uh, series podcast with Perling, Mm -hmm. I started listening to that every now and then. And then SR had put out this um, tweet about who wanted to start the Florentine series. And Kez from Australia and Dana in Canada and myself. And I think that was like 2015. Yep. And we started that. Uh, then, you know, then it's here we are today. But yeah. yeah, so I mean, yeah, it wasn't until like 2014, 2015 that I read it. And I've I think read I read it. it in 2012, but maybe I didn't reach out. Now, now I'm now I'm going to have to check. I'm going to have to check my emails. I, I'm curious, but I, yeah, I thought <laughs> it was around then. Uh, but I'm looking and, you know, Karen said, uh, Lori said, um, reading Fifty Shades led her to SR's books. Definitely was the case for me. I can tell you that. Um, I think I may have mentioned in the podcast before. I was literally in a, a waiting room uh, waiting for a medical appointment, reading a magazine, and there was a sidebar article about if you liked Fifty Shades, these are some books you may want to you pick up. And there was like a list of six or seven, and Gabriel's Inferno was one of them. And I saw... Mm -hmm that this was a professor of Dante and I love Dante and I'm like, that is the book I'm reading click. And that's, that's where, that's what got me hooked. I mean, it was literally that kind of a random, if, if I wouldn't have seen that, I may not have ever discovered uh, the work of Sylvain Reynard and I wouldn't know all of you guys. So that's true. it's, it's incredible. Um, Karen said she had it on her phone and when she had no customers at the cafe, um, that she ran at the time she'd read it. And then when, uh, regarding that interview that you had, Kenzie remembered the interview. 
Um, and so did Karen. She said it was a big kiss. Kin- it was a big teaser along with the Kindle release of The Prince. And Karen said she found Gabriel's Inferno and the name caught her because she studied Dante. So yeah, see, the Dante hook uh, was, was big for me. Um, I studied, I, I didn't have the class. Karen had this incredible class. If I can recall right, you had a college course in Dante and so jealous about that. I just had a really passionate teacher in high school who... Uh, had us reading some of Dante, and um, I just the whole the whole concept of uh, hell and paradise, and uh, you know that whole just the whole allegory. I just was drawn to it. Um, and Karen said the second book was just released, and then she found Mog and Jen. So I know Karen was a real early reader of uh, of SR. Annette said she first read SR's work in 2015. She was reading a webpage that spoke about the book. It interested her, so she couldn't say no. I know. And, you know, I'm going to say kudos to Nina Bachi for a lot of this because I think her promotion really helped um, spread the word um, about that. Uh, Kenzie said she just got out of high school and looked up a book similar to Twilight, and it was on a list in Goodreads, and Gabriel's Inferno was the first one that popped up. The cover and synopsis interested her, and she immediately started reading it. And that makes perfect sense, because as you all know, Gabriel's Inferno was Twilight fan fiction, just like Fifty Shades. And at the University of Edward Madsen, or the Education of Edward Madsen. Education, yes, is what they first started. Um, With uh, Sebastian Robichon. Yes. Sebastian. I love it. So, and um, Karen said 1985, going to Walden Books, trying to get copies. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And that's of uh, Dante. Um, Kenzie said, I think I finished Gabriel's Redemption the day after the Raven released. And she needed more, so she started reading that one and fell in love all over again. She wishes she could read his Edward Mason story. Yes, Kenzie, me too. Me yeah, too. On fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I always think there's a, there has to be a way someone had downloaded it, copied it somewhere that we could get our hands on it. I'm sure if if we were creative, we might be able to find a way. But it's nowhere. It is nowhere online. They they cleared that, um, as they should. You know, regarding you know, and and. In deference to the contracts with the publishing company, um, mm-hmm. SR is very, very uh, committed to honoring all of his contractual obligations. So that was definitely one of them. Yes. Um, Karen good. said she found the fan fiction first of both Gabriel and Fifty Shades, and the next time she went back, it was gone. Uh, so close, right? Uh, Annette says someone in the Fox's <laughs> Den has it. <laughs> And then she said, Karen, (laughs) yes, Annette says, but I can't remember who Kenzie says, I don't think you're supposed to say that if they don't have the rights. Uh, You're right about that, Kenzie. (laughs) Um, I think it's it's more, it's more in terms of not having it in terms of, uh, obviously you can't resell, you can't have it out. It it's yeah. Well, but I think if they printed things, it, I think, but I think if it was if printed before, before that, though, it would be legitimate. You know, know what I'm saying, Pam? 
do, I'm pretty I'm sure. sure. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure in terms of communications law, if it was legal at the time, it was so. If it was out there before any publishing agreement was was done, and someone printed it at that time, I think it still would be allowable. They just can't share it. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I, I've studied I communications that, law, but I I'm not an expert, so I I, I wouldn't. That, um, I wouldn't in the spring play with it. I was in a Fifty Shades uh, fan <laughs> mm -hmm. page, mm -hmm. and somebody was offering a PDF of, I think Fifty Shades Freed, or maybe oh, wow. no, I'm sorry, it was darker. It was darker. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you can't download, you can't do this. It's against the law. Right. It's a published book. Oh, yeah, that's a God. big no-no. <laughs> so they will come after you for that. Mm -hmm. I get really ticked off at this person because of the way she said this. So I, 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 direct, I DM'd Erica, and I knew she was flying, uh, coming because she was doing promotion for the mister. Mm -hmm. So I, I went on to her website, and I found out how to contact her through her publisher. And it was the it was Russell, the her friend that just passed away not too long ago. Mm. Um, that he, you know, like if you look at pictures for any of the book signings, Betty, you saw him. He was at the book signing at Barnes and Nobles, and uh, I contacted him through an email, and I told him exactly what it was, and I told him where I found it, and then after Erica landed. She said, can you tell me which page it was on? And I told her and went through it that way. And I kept a copy, a picture of the, um, of the chat so that they would know. Because, I mean, yeah, she's sold millions of books. She's probably got all kinds of money because of the movie and because of the amount of books she sold. But that's still... It's still not right. Know, that's also... No, you're, you're taking things away from printers and... and you know, who distributors, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh my God, I am laughing hysterically. I just looked out. My living room air conditioner is still in the window. Oh gosh. Up on top of the air conditioner is pumpkin. Staring <laughs> Aww. in. Aww. Aww. <sighs> that is too cute. Well, I, I'm looking in the chat room, and in terms of fan fiction, uh, Karen actually wrote a fan fiction and Kez edited it for her, but she still has yet to finish it. And Kenzie, I, I agree with your comment. That's really awesome, Karen. You should work on that. Finish that. We would love to read exactly. it. Um, and then when you become famous and if you have to pull back your publishing rights, we won't, we won't, uh, you know, we won't disagree <laughs> with it. <laughs> That's really great. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I just looked at the time. We've we've passed our hour mark. You guys, this oh, goes so fast. I can't believe it. Karen says it makes her but, mad when people take things and profit from things that don't belong to them. I agree. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I do too. That that that. It's like I know people that used to um, get cable and used to get filters so that you get every channel. And this was when the right. was first coming out. And I'm like, but you're stealing. No, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not hurting anybody. I said, you're stealing. Mm -hmm. So, 
Anyways, I thought I'd, I'd just give a couple of um, announcements. Anybody who wants to send SR card for Christmas or any of the um, actors that to send them to Nina. That's and right. She will make sure they get to where they want to go. And they have to be there by December 1st. And if you don't think you're going to make it, then um, you can email her and she'll make sure she gets the email message off to the to whoever it is. And also, uh, her address is Post Office Box 1629. And it's in Plains, PA. And I think the zip is 18076 or 706. Let me just take a look here. Uh, but, you know, so she'll be able to get all that for you. Yeah, one, uh, 18705. That's it. That's right. So. Tensie says she's bringing her, our cards with her to Syracuse. I just said she's so together, Kenzie. I can barely even, you know, I, I can barely even believe it's November. I still think I'm like in September. So um, I, know. I love it. It's I think it's away. great. I know. It's it's November 13th, folks. Um, very, very exciting. And KK, have a, mm -hmm. a great dinner. Thanks for joining us. Betty, yes. thanks for saying great show. Um, yes, thank you. Kenzie says, LOL, I hope the cast doesn't find my cards weird. No, I, they're going to be appreciative. Um, be, that is one of know, the kindest things you can do is is provide a handwritten um, or any type of a printout, creative kind of card from you to someone. It's it's always appreciated. Um, it has flown by. This year has flown by. It is crazy. Um, truly. <laughs> it really is. And you know what else is crazy? The yes. But you know what else is crazy, Pam? The what? fact we're going to be in Syracuse next week. That is crazy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting excited. Gonna... See you, KK. And my friend Noreen is like, are you guys all going to be okay? I think I'm with a bunch of crazies. <laughs> so. We're going to be fine. I think, we'll be fine. Yeah, I think she's a little afraid, but it's okay. She'll be fine. Um, thanks, Karen. Okay, Karen will message me. Thank you. And Annette says, Maureen. thank you, as always, ladies, going this weekend to get cards for them and her son who won't be home till January. So that will be son, really good. You guys are inspiring me to get on the stick. Yeah, I think I'm kind of remembering that was the case. Um, yeah. I um, I found my cards. <laughs> I had to go to Hallmark and order more than one box because they were perfect. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, oh, uh, so, wonderful. So. And, so. and thank you, Hi. Annette. Um, she says, have an awesome time. She'll be sitting here jealous of us all. Kenzie says um, she's a little nervous. Lori says she'll do great. Betty says she might need oxygen if she sees Paul. Um, oh, that's right. Annette's I thought I remembered, Annette, that he was at, I thought he was a Marine. Yes. Oh, well, we'll send him well wishes. 
South Carolina. Yep. I, I work with the I Marines. Have... So uh, Marine Corps birthday was this past weekend, uh, the 10th. December 5th. Just, just saying. I have <laughs> a box of love letters from my high school boyfriend who was in Paris Island. I think he was there for like six weeks. And, oh, wow. Uh, I, I got one to two letters a day as soon as he was allowed to write. So, yep. It's funny you had letters from a high school boyfriend who was in the service. I had the same, I had the same experience, Pam. I never knew that. I had a Jimmy boyfriend Gallagher, who went into the army and mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And, uh, so funny. I can't believe that. How, how did we never yeah. discuss this before? Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. More to talk about on the trip. So, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yes. Kenzie's calling us so. the SR fellowship now, by the way, I call us the SR family. <laughs> I love SR fellowship. Um, cool. And Annette says, yes, it was. He got lobster and steak for his birthday, for the birthday, the Marine Corps. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's nice. a celebration on November 23rd uh, in Pennsylvania, in Central PA for the Marine Corps uh, ball. That's what they're doing. It's for, um, it's for the community, but obviously it's celebrating the Marine Corps birthday. Right. And... Lori said she had a fiancé who was in the Navy. She kept some of the letters. He was in Japan. Wow. And, yes, uh, and that said those letters must Navy. have been awesome. I had a boyfriend in the Navy when I, out of, when I got out of high school. And, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Well. Those letters were not, were not uh, kept at all. That was, that they was, were, yes. They were, were they burned instead? Is this another? Is this another oh, chapter yes. for your book, Pam? Uh huh. Kenzie, you are so young right now. No hashtag forever alone for you, Miss Kenzie. No, her love life is non-existent. But Kenzie, you are very young. You have a lot of life ahead of you. As Lori I, says, no, Kenzie, of... you have such a bright future. You are going to be surprised. Here's I what I know, Kenzie. Usually you come across somebody you usually come across somebody when you're not looking for them. It's usually how it happens. That's exactly right. So don't even sweat it. Focus on you I right had, now uh, anyway. You're you're when I had met my you're young enough to uh, to have time to focus on yourself. When I met my husband, I had no prospects I was very upset about a lot of things and uh, my best friend had just started dating someone very seriously and I never saw her because she was always out with him and it really upset me a lot and then all of a sudden Jim walked into my life and yep. uh, we were there we were together uh, almost 18 years because we got married and uh, within about three weeks of meeting each other. <laughs> I love it. And then they said it wouldn't last. But you get to a point where you know. 
And it went for a good long time. It did. Yes, it at, did. And, and Lori says, Pam, your book is going to have to be more than one book. <laughs> and um, Ken, and I said, yes, true, a volume of books for Pam. And Kenzie said, thank you, ladies. I'm definitely not looking. And Lori said, this is the truth, Leslie. Be patient, Kenzie. Do not get in a hurry. And she says, I'm focused on university and the Gabriel's Inferno movie. Just as you there should you be, Kenzie, because guess what, girl? Next week, we're going to be week. there, and we're going to all week. be together, and it'll be fun. <laughs> I can't believe it. I know. <laughs> and you know where I'm heading tonight? Where are you headed tonight? <laughs> Stay college. Leslie's on the road again, ladies. Stay college. <laughs> Penn State. To my beloved alma mater. So, yep, but... Uh, but we will be broadcasting and podcasting next week, um, Wednesday. So we tune in. We'll have more. Ex- I, I will probably be all, I think, more Gabriel's stuff because we'll have more to discuss, I think. Because there'll be more and, stuff showing uh, up on, on the internet. <laughs> exactly. Unless, exactly. Unless Tosca puts a and there'll be more, more fans it. posting. <laughs> I don't think true. so. I think That's this is good. True. I think this is good chatter. Yeah. Yeah. So I, this I'm, is the I'm great sure guys. That there are scenes that are not being overblown, if you know what I mean. That they're being yeah. secret. I think so. Well, you that know, the one surprises. that will be definitely under lock and key is going to be the the explosive. Lecture. I think they're going to keep that under wraps, and of course, they're, you know, the 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 end, the beautiful Uh uh consummation of their yes, their love. I think that'll be under wraps. Do you know that they? (laughs) Do you know that they have a sex coach? Yeah, Kenzie agrees. I don't know whether Passion Flicks has it, but they. I read there's an. I read this article a couple weeks ago. They literally have people that go mm-hmm. in and teach you the, the technicalities of having sex on screen without really getting into craziness. Yes, that, I do know that. You know how I know that? Because my daughter was a film major at Penn State. <laughs> and I know, okay. I think there was some discussion of, it, it's, it's almost like the fight coaches. Um, it's all choreography. When you break it down, yeah. it, it really is all choreography. Yeah. But it, those scenes are incredibly difficult to shoot. <laughs> Nothing fun about them, mm-hmm. especially for the actors. Um, I know. I feel but, like sometimes you know. really sorry for them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they look gorgeous and naked while you're laying in bed. Anyway. Yes. Yes. I, I, I have... I have no doubt that uh, Melanie and Julio are going to uh, to do us proud. I'm sure they will. I think they I think they get how passionate are the fans are about this movie, and I think they're going to uh, I think they're going to deliver great performances. So. Yeah, Lori says I remember every scene, but I've got to reread soon. I do believe the actors have chemistry, and that helps. I think so too. I mean, I can't wait to see. I well, just, even SR said they I did. just cannot wait to see this production. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's critical. In a film like this, they have to, they have to burn up the screen. And I feel like they do. Just that little trailer introducing them, you could just kind of feel it. It's a, it was great. Yeah. And I do have to reread the book. I'm 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 holding off rereading. Like I'm I'm trying to decide when to reread. So I just redid the whole series. Uh, that's I finished that. Yeah. Then went to Ronan Farrow's book. And I'm now reading She mm-hmm. Said about the yes. movement. So Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I am going to All right, friends. let us go because it's getting late. You've got to get to State yes, College. Yes, it is. And, uh, yes, I do. Well, I'm uh, sure I'm, it'll I'm be a sure while I'm yet. Get a <laughs> we can't leave until 9. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get a message soon. Can you come pick me up, Mom? So, mm-hmm. we will leave it at that. So well, I'm I so ex- I'm excited. And you all have a good night, and we mm-hmm. will talk next week. And in the meantime, we're all going to get the fever by Peggy Lee. <laughs> I love it. Good night, everyone. I love this song. Good night. Never know how much I love you. Never know how much you put your arms around me. I get a fever that's so hard to bear. You give me fever. When you kiss me, fever, when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, a fever all through the night. Wow. The sun lights up the daytime.